feeling. Hey, welcome back, moron. The live, the life in the fast lane. Is there a reason you waited till I said yes, we're good to start talking as I introduced? God dang it! I don't know how this works, Pete. You know that. No, we've we've been doing it for a while now, man. <laughs> I mean, come hey, on. It's still technically my rookie year on this deal. Give me a break. Hey, so if you're not, if you haven't noticed. Um, Keith haven't. comes in. He calls me earlier today and goes, "Matt, do you know? Do you know if you have to wear a shirt underneath a jersey like I'm his damn mom?" <laughs> Dude, are you really about to throw me out like that? You're about to go. You piss in your racetrack suits. I don't want to race hear it. Tra- I wow, racetrack suits. Very well done, buddy. I don't know what's it called. I don't listen to NASCAR or watch fire try suit. To. They're made to, so if you catch on fire, you're alive. And I don't even wear them anymore because I have a bathroom in the house. <laughs> I think you just like talking crap. But you called me out. I didn't know if I should have a shirt on underneath it or not. Well, okay. Oh, what I realized jerseys. was after that that I was also wearing my Browns jersey, so you know it is what it is. Not a jersey, a sweatshirt, but whatever. Really? But anyways, we uh-huh. have a Go very ahead. cool show today, don't we, Keith? Do we? I think so. Who's our yeah, guest? My... First and last name. Um, you got it. Mark Cuevas. Is that right? He says yeah. yes. Damn it. Nailed it. Yeah, Mark Cuevas it, from guess. Love is Blind. Uh, we can't say that, so the show is Love is Deaf. I don't know if you heard that, but. Not going to lie. When he saw that and repeated it, it made me laugh. <laughs> we had to come up with something. Right. Yeah. Well, we all, just so people know that are watching this, we come up with show titles literally about three minutes before each show. So if they're awesome, that's great. And if they suck, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, it's your fault if they do suck. Well, you are half you are half owner of the show, Keith. We are now partners. So we are partners. That, that is something we should probably talk about. You actually are now going to be part of Cam Voice. I am. I'm excited. So, I think um, we yeah. are going to do a lot of cool stuff, and I'm happy to be a part of it. So, um, Came Voice is obviously the company who produces this show. Lots of other shows. Um, there's some radio stuff, some um, TV commercial things coming up, and also, yeah, um, we have no idea what we're going to do. There's going to be all kinds of opportunities coming up. So, I'm very stoked to be a part of this. So, um, I just thank it you, is. Keith, for letting me be a part of it. No, I mean, more, uh, dude, it's it's great. It's been this journey's been great. You know, when we worked, so basically, we worked on the movie together, and kind of developed a friendship through it. Even though I had more lines than the star of the movie, but that's okay. We still kind of developed a fellowship, uh, a friendship through it. So that was kind of neat. But then when we kind of got into it, me, you, Hillis, we started to do all kinds of stuff outside of that. And now we're, I mean, you forgot to tell me that you were friends with the majority of the freaking Avengers. That's cool, though. The majority? Um, no, the minority. There's one person that is not the majority. Yeah, that, but still, that's one person. That's You're friends with an adventure. <sighs> we're moving How do you on. forget to tell somebody that? How did you forget? We already talked about this last show. That's true. That's yeah. True. Go watch go it. watch the shows from before. They're up on Spotify and iTunes and all that kind of stuff too. So if you miss other shows, go back and watch them. It's a good good um, chance to plug them here. So go do that. Absolutely. So what do you want to jump into real quick? You gave me a list of your crap ideas. I said they're yep. crap ideas and we just went with them. So you talk about your crappy <laughs> stuff and we'll I'll help. Well, I, I told Keith we had we literally had an episode about garbage TV and garbage stuff, and people like garbage stuff. So I think we start right to the top of the garbage. And that is the Grammys of the outfits that people wore to the Grammys. And I, I don't know much about who wore stuff. There's one, I think it was like Noah size one, one like wore a, a basically a sheet, like a bed sheet to there. But I want to know Keith, not as a guy, but as a girl, if you're going there, you're going to the Grammys because guys can't get that creative. If you're going to the Grammys and they say you have creative control to wear whatever you want, what, what are you going to wear? And it can't be, it can't be a normal, a normal deal. What, what are you wearing? I just had to ask you if I needed a shirt on under a Jersey and you're going to ask mm-hmm. me what I should wear to the Grammys or, Emmys I mean, or whatever the hell I, I just said. Yeah. I figured I taught you something today and maybe you can jump up all the way to the Grammys on uh, fashion design. Taught me something. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't, you want to wear a tux like black tie, right? Like, I don't yeah. know. Knowing me, I'd wear a Browns Jersey with a shirt underneath of it and mm-hmm. you know, pants. Good idea. That's a good idea. What would, what would you wear? Are you gonna wear your fireproof booty things? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna Bill Belichick and wear a hoodie. You <laughs> wouldn't wear a hoodie to the Grammys. <laughs> but who else? Nobody else has done that. I don't think. Um, Tyler fact checked that. Uh, Tyler, if you missed Tyler, what? Dude, Trey Parker and Matt Stone went to the Grammys on acid. 
I feel like that's half of them that do that anyways. Holy smokes, I blocked everybody from making noise from my phone except the one person I haven't talked to in three weeks, and he just texted me. Hmm. All right. <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> so you're going to wear a hoodie to the Grammys? I, I might. Yeah, I mean, if I get to the Grammys, I no, I'm probably honestly wearing a tux. But if I had creative control, I'm definitely wearing a hoodie. And Why like would you make it to the Grammys? I mean, now that I think about it. Like what would you There's like no what reason. would warrant you should there isn't. What would warrant you going to the Grammy? Like are you friends with Eminem or I mean you are friends with MGK. So I mean that's a thing. I'm not friends He'll with take... him. I met him. He's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. But oh, so uh, that's kinda crazy. If, if I'm going to the Grammys if I'm going to the Grammys, it's because I paid a or won a sweepstakes to go there. That is the only chance that I have right now to get to the Grammys. What? All right, let's expand on that. What sweepstakes have you played that it was a, a Grammy trip if you won? Um, it was shoot, what was it? It was like this Nigerian prince um sweepstakes, and I'm partnering with you. <laughs> You're not allowed to answer my company emails. <laughs> on the you're partnering with me on the Nigerian Prince sweepstakes that because he needed help. Is that how we're paying for everything in Nigeria? No, I hope you know that that's not real. Well, it's not real. The show, or the company, I just, or I, everything isn't real anymore. Nothing is real. This I is I all simulation, right? You know, I had to talk to Hillis for like probably thirty-five minutes today to explain to him how to expand a text message. What does that mean? I'm going to explain it to you, but I'm going to explain it <laughs> once. When you send a text message that's a little longer than the Apple likes it, you mm -hmm. go ahead and you expand it. There's a little arrow. You click in it, and it drops down. Really strange. Really technology blows my freaking mind. Wait, does he, have, does he have an iPhone, or is it a um, Samsung? When Apple, which is an iPhone, when yes. Apple doesn't like how long is something you sent it condenses it and puts it into a thing dude i write like essays to you how long was his text honestly i don't read what you send me all the time i know I because read to you call me life. directly after and i'm like I because just you send me a 50 because it, it i'd much rather listen to whatever you're gonna say than read for 20 minutes well i mean i appreciate that that's nice why does it look like you're getting pictures taken of you I don't know. It's like flashing. I got I got IT problems today. Apparently. Like I feel like you're about to have like like your paparazzi. Where are you doing the show at? <laughs> the Grammys. Oh, you're not. You'll never go to the Grammys. Not <laughs> ever, ever. If you go to the Grammys, I'll be completely shocked. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm with you there. All right, I guess well, they need kids to fill in 14 and up. That's true. Well, I mean, you got to have the kids section, right? You would do good in the kids section. You get Thank along you. with kids. You wish my I, twins a happy birthday that one time. I did wish them a happy birthday. I was jealous. I, I wanted to be there. I was hoping for the cotton candy and all that stuff, but you wouldn't mail it to Florida for me. I don't think I want you to lure my kids with cotton candy. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. What else do you uh, want to talk about besides the Grammys? We'll never go. Well, Neither one of us are huge fashion let, Let's Let's move on so. to other terrible ideas. Um, this also includes celebrities. So... There is a TikTok star. I don't know her name, um, but there's somebody on there. And she was a waitress. I found this actually kind of interesting. So oh I think she's out in L.A. It's either L.A. or New York. Um, but she waited on, and maybe we can have Mark Wayne on this later on, about how he is at, at um, and behaves himself at restaurants. But um, so he, he, she was talking about you need a different seat. Huh? When you go, do you get the kids, like, do you get the kids special? Like, I mean, when you're in a restaurant, so. do they say... Do you need a kid's menu? That would be nice. I'd like a hot dog or something. And, and for people who don't know, I have a green screen behind me, which makes it look like we're both on this racetrack, but I literally sit on a beanbag during the show. So he is not wrong. <laughs> I just want to know why it looks like you're getting your picture taken every fit. Look at that. It looks like you are a <laughs> star know. or something. I really don't know. Maybe when you go to break, I'll unplug it and get it back in. But yeah, it's bad. I don't, I'm sorry. It's a light. Can't you see a flashing light? I see it on my screen. I can't help it. Okay. Anyways, we're moving on. Um, okay. So she waits. Uh, she goes to a restaurant that she waits on, and a lot of A-listers go there. Mm. And she came out because Jake Gyllenhaal went there. Brokeback Mountain, you know, big Coming superstar. Coming out and Jake Gyllenhaal. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Do you really pick that movie? It said it in the article. Any other ones? I honestly didn't know he was in there, but um, like, it said it You didn't know he was in Brokeback line. Mountain? I've never seen it, Keith. Oh, I find that hard to believe. We went through all the sitcoms I've never seen either. You got to yeah, believe. Brokeback Mountain's not a sitcom. Do some research. 
I, I, I'm kind of no. Don't, don't do research on it. Don't you don't okay. want that in your search history? All right, all right, okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> she came out and said that Jake Gyllenhaal was the biggest douchebag ever to be in a restaurant. Like he was absolutely just a complete dickhead. So kind of um, like douchebag. Yeah, I mean, was he? He was the guy in, in um, Southpaw, right? I think so. Well, yeah. I've never seen okay. Him. Well, anyways, so he whatever it was, apparently he sucks at. Um, uh, being waited on there and then so she went through the list of experiences she's had with other people in that restaurant um ryan seacrest apparently he was really cool very nice tipped very well and i would expect nothing less from, from ryan seacrest i mean he seems like a cool dude right well why would you expect you know him personally do you know him to be a good tipper why would you expect nothing less of that i mean i don't i don't know why gosh this is horrible Damn, there we go yeah that's a little bit of <laughs> nope i'm just gonna try to hold my camera <laughs> So but anyways, like, why do you? Anyways, know, they like, said that was nice. What do you think LeBron James would be a good tipper? What about Peyton Hillis? Do you think Peyton Hillis would be a good tipper? And there was a reason why I'm segueing in. There's a reason why. Do you think he'd be a good tipper? No. Where'd you go? I, I was just unplugging and plugging it back in, so I'm not getting the paparazzi going. Good, good, good. You don't think you don't think Hillis would be a good tipper? Apparently, it didn't work. But um. Maybe if they if they mention the Razorbacks or something, then he'll probably tip them well. Dude, so when we when me and Hillis first started, and I was helping him with his Twitter and everything, dude, he posted like one thing or tweeted out one thing, and I kid you not, dude, this lady went nuts on his Twitter. Like, I have the address of the lady. You can retip because you only tipped her like I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that. I'm like a like I was I mean it was probably a crap tip, but but like dude she went crazy. I didn't do damage control on that. I'm sitting there talking really? to Bull and Fox and everything. yeah, dude it was nuts. She was super super pissed that she that she didn't get a good tip, and then she carried out. It was like six years ago. Wow. Like he was still playing Cleveland when it happened. Really? I know. That's what about that's you? Are you a good tipper? So, okay, here's my deal. If uh, I have... I can already tell you're going to try to justify your means of being a shitty-ass No, tipper. no, 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 no. I'm not I'm not a bad tipper. So if you are a very average server and you're nice, I will give 20%. But what I will say is if you are absolutely mean and you don't pay attention at all and you're just like making a terrible experience, you're 10%. That's my, that's my rule of thumb. If you're very nice, the scale is unlimited where I go with it. So if you are the best person ever, I might... You're above it. What? I said, look at you, Warren Buffett. Someone he just said you were cheap. I'm not cheap. In the chat room, maybe they know. Maybe, you're maybe they do. I'd like I to talk the, to them. What's that? You bought I'd like to talk to time. them. Well, I mean, I, so I tip 20 to 25% if they're a good um, average waitress, waitress or waiter because I know what they make. I know that it's not that lucrative of a business uh, for them because they get very low minimum wage and all depends on tips. So I get it. My wife was a waitress. So I understand the deal. If they go above and beyond, I will tip very well because I know that they don't have to because it is stressful as crap to go do that every single day, be a part of it. You don't, you've owned a restaurant, you know what it's like. So right. my wife being one, I had a much bigger respect for waiters and waitresses, um, which leads me into apparently the coolest guy um, on here was Michael Sarah who started in uh, year one jack black apparently the nicest guy ever gave giant tips on there and was the best guy on there but the the funniest one to me is leonardo dicaprio so leonardo dicaprio uh, did not do the titanic thing on his table so that was good i wouldn't um, think he would but I'm well glad you clarified maybe I mean, maybe he's snorting coke off of somebody because Wolf Wall so Street, now maybe leonardo dicaprio is a cokehead cool i mean he I don't know either. You're making a lot of assumptions about these people, Matt. You're never going to get to the Grammys this way. I am not. I'm really not. As soon as I said Grammys, you started getting your picture taken. <laughs> we didn't mention it for like two minutes and didn't happen. <laughs> your computer's freaking out. It thinks you're more famous than you actually are. <laughs> I need more expensive equipment. Um, <laughs> no. What? Tip me. I'll, do, I'll get you some stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how that works. But apparently Leonardo DiCaprio was nice, but he was very weird and creepy. And he went on to, he asked everything that was not on the menu, if they could make it for him. So he had the entire menu, all the wine list and everything. And he had to special request everything to be made because he did not want anything on the menu. Um, so I just find that kind of funny because my partner BJ on the race team, he goes to Carabas and when we go to Carabas, he gets a Caesar salad without lettuce or Caesar dressing, it is literally croutons and cheese. Okay, but that's not a salad. 
No, Dude, no, the it's not. The definition of salad is leafy greens. So he's not getting a Caesar salad. He's getting Caesar dressing dumped on, on stale bread. That's the thing. He does not even get the dressing. He gets croutons and cheese. Okay, that's not a Caesar anything. No, it's not. That's my it's point. It's just stale bread. You, it's but you can't weird. order a Caesar salad and not get don't even get the what? The whole part of a Caesar salad is the dressing. Exactly. I know. I completely agree. So why would he order it like that? Because it's weird. That makes me mad. <laughs> no, 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 no. That makes me mad. We need to do something about that. If you we'll go talk. with him and he goes to Carabas and he orders a Caesar salad, I want you to smack it off the table. Dude, this Until just he happened. orders like, it the right way. I've been to Carabas with him probably 20 times. This was last night. No, Saturday night I went to Carabas with him. And same deal. S- smash it off the table. I can't do that. What do you mean? It's your duty. That's not my duty. It is. It's your job as a friend to make that stop. Oh, okay. So it's okay for them, the waiter or waitress, that we're going to tip 20% or, or above to go clean that up because he didn't, they didn't like the croutons and cheese in there? Exactly. And it's not a waiter. It would be a busboy. Unless it fell back on them because they're short-staffed. Now, how do you know they're short-staffed? What, because of Rona? I don't know, Keith. <laughs> well, we're doing a lot of what-ifs. You're talking about Caprio snorting coke off floating doors. You're talking no, about all that these was only because of Wolf of Wall Street. Weird. I watched it. And on top of that, you're talking about going to the Grammys in a hoodie. It's a lot of what-ifs, yeah. man. There are a lot of what-ifs in here. All right. what? How, how are, are you as a tipper, Keith? I'm horrible. I figured that. I don't got to eat much, but I mean, I guess when I do, you always got to go 20% basis, right? I mean, yeah. like these, and I've never really ran into a crappy waiter or, or waitress, honestly. Like, you know, they you hear all these stories like, you know. You have not? Paid. No, you know what? I take that back. There was, no, no, I take that back. Oh, God, I take that back. There was one there place, go. and I'm not going to say the restaurant or anything like that, but dude, it made me so Red Robin. What? Red Robin. No, I have never <laughs> eaten in, in my life, I've never been there. Hey, bottomless steak fries. Why would you not go there? Because I don't want to. Okay. I like Crocker Park. I go to, what the hell? I'm sorry. Like, we don't have Crocker like Park. McDonald's. I'm sorry. We're not McDonald's so fancy down here. What? I, that made me mad too. Anyways. No, I'm not going to say the restaurant, but there was this. Do you get happy meals? Is that why you want like Red Robin? Is that like the kid friendly place you, you, your mommy takes you? Sure. That made me mad too. All right. Listen. <laughs> so. She was like the waitress was having a bad day, but like she told me she was having a bad day. There was like it was only her and like two other people, I think. But like the the whole thing was just filled, filled, filled with people. And she like didn't get my drinks right. She, I, you know, I'm diabetic, so if I drink a regular pop compared to a diet pop, you know, I'm gonna die. That happened to me today. No, I, at Waffle House today, I ordered a diet coke and got a coke, Waffle and I was House? like, yes. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. I'm just no, because no, 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 no. Tell me because about no, no, because we both we both have to watch our blood sugar. We've talked about this. We both do, and it is bad when you get a regular Coke and you need it a is. diet Coke. Like that's that is a big deal, honestly. Did you? How far did you get into your in, into the Coke before you realized about an was, inch and a half? About an inch and I was, and a half. Did I, I gulped it. Like I didn't give a shit. Like I just gulped oh. the hell out of it. My sugar's at like 400. And I'm like, well. You know, but I still tipped her. Like, I don't think she, like, tried to kill me. But she was just mm-hmm. busy. But, like, I understand waitress. That's a whole nother level. Like, people – LeBron James is the worst tipper there ever is. Like, there's just people talking about it all the time. You know how I feel about LeBron James. Yes. Like, good. you know, he's, he's a punk. Like, I have, I, have, I have no love for that jackass. No, you but, do not. Nah, I hate him. But, you, like, when he was in Cleveland like, – he does a lot for Akron and stuff like that. You would yeah. think that he wouldn't be a bad tipper, right? Like, you'd think he would yeah. go ahead and throw an extra $1,000 down on it, right? Well, but apparently he loves Swenson's, but that's about it. Does he? Yeah, he posts about it all the time. He, apparently he took, like, all the, all the Heat players and stuff to Swenson's when they came up to play the road game in Cleveland. Uh, unfollow him. By the way, what I don't do think do? Swenson's is that great. We're, we're, we're missing the bigger picture here. I'm sorry. I, I, you keep on going. We're bad at Unfollow you. him. He is a bad, bad, bad person. Oh, Keith. I don't want to hear the... He's a, I just don't like him. No, you can follow him if you want to be a... Uh, don't you like Cleveland? I do I do like Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland. Do you, though? Yeah. You sure follow a lot of the villains. Mm. Mm-hmm. No? You don't? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, what else do you want to talk about besides crappy hoodies to a Grammys? You know what I think we'll do, Keith, because um, I, I don't know where this is going. I have a couple of things, but I think we should bring in Mark for this later. So I think we should take a break because I want to talk to Mark Cuevas, the star of Love is Blind. And um, 
I'm let's not good see. Enough. Well, we have time at the end. All three of us can have a you know big round panel about this. Let's let's just do it right. Um, also, guys, just remember uh, this week and last week we now have a new producer, Tyler the Volleyball. So That's everybody, right. Wilson, um, we're very proud of our volleyball producer fan, um, friend. He is doing a fantastic job as an is elastic. Ah, he's doing okay. Uh, we'll there see how he makes it. But he's our intern. He's our intern for these next couple of weeks. Um, if you missed our episode about that, go check out when we talked about Tom Hanks. And um, yeah, so we're, we're giving it a shot. We'll see how it works. Yeah, let's try it. All right, we'll be right back, guys. While we're gone, check out our Teespring. Check out the merch store. Check out our Patreon. Not in OnlyFans. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Don't go anywhere. to life in the fast lane with myself and my young friend here matt tiff we have a special guest i'm not gonna butcher it matt what is it what's it who is it, who is it? we have mark quavis did i do it right oh yeah no there we go i wanted him, I wanted him to mess up he's a professional man I, I couldn't expect anything less oh damn it now he's telling uh, come on the dude my ego is pumped now off. thank you i appreciate that keith you suck why are you talking so close what is wrong with your mic now I'm in the same spot. Turn it down. It's too loud. You're getting reverb. How's that? Done this. Is this the first time we've ever done this? Um, I don't remember much, so maybe. I just want to punch you in your face. All right. <laughs> so you want to ask some questions. I'm not allowed to talk during this interview, so you go for it. You are more than – it's not even an interview. We're having a roundtable discussion from 500 miles away here. So anyways, um, very, very cool that Mark is joining us on our show today. So th one, thank you for joining us. And um, we were just talking a second ago. So how in the world did, uh, did you and Keith get hooked up to, to bring you on to the show? This yeah, is, man. This is funny. This is actually kind of crazy. So uh, me and my fiance actually just moved from Atlanta to Cleveland. And, you know, I for me, I've been boxing for the past year. I had my first fight about a year and some change ago and uh, ended up winning. So my first answer. There you go. Fight. Congrats. Um, I, you know, I've wrestled in high school. I had a scholarship to wrestle in college, but I chose football. And I've just, I've done Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So for me, it's like I kept trying to find a gym to, like, do it all here. So yeah. I moved to Cleveland. And so – found this place that we're in and this gym called hooligans and uh over here and I, you know i'm doing the class i'm sweaty i'm walking out <laughs> bro i'm drenched in sweat and i walk out and i'm talking to the owner chris and then all of a sudden Keith just walks in like hey i, I know you <laughs> I know. And he's like what, what the hell and then chris thinks he's like or the owner he's like do you guys know each other? I'm like, oh, no, I was on a show. It's like, yeah. I, I never know how to explain it to people because they're. Right. I always get this is the, every reaction whether I'm in the grocery store or whether I'm in like a restaurant. They're like, I know you. I've, <laughs> I've talked to you, and I'm like, I was on a show. And like, yeah. you know, a show. That's like, that's my line. And then then me and Keith are both talking. Like, yeah, man, you know, you should come on. I do a podcast here, and like, yeah. you should come on and all this stuff. And I was like. Sure. I mean, why yeah, not? Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> no, it. I'm, cool. I'm all about it, man. And so it, you know, moving up here to Cleveland, it's kind of crazy how like, you know, I was finding a gym and now I honestly, I really love it here. And now it's turned out to now we're talking all three of us talking together. So yeah, yeah that's man. awesome. All right. So I got to ask you because this is, this is the, the weirdest part to me is in any, okay. So, you know, love is blind obviously became the number one Netflix show there for a while, especially during quarantine, because we're all at home and my wife and I, we watched you guys. I feel like the whole world watched you guys. So what was that like? Because I don't know when the timing was, when the casting was for it. Okay. Let's start with casting. How did you um, like audition to be on the show or whatever it was? And then when you got on the show, did you know that, like, I don't know the live timing of what it was, but like, did you know that it was going to be as big as that thing was? So to answer your last question, no, none of us knew at all it was going to be what it was like straight up. So wow. the way they found me, I mean, I, to be honest, like I took a screenshot. I had 1100 followers before this whole thing popped. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't, I had like the people I knew in my hometown and like a couple colleges that I had been to and that was it. And like, that's right. the people I was a personal trainer and like, you know, this was in 2018. So okay. we're talking almost three years ago. It took a year and a half just for the show to come out. You oh, know what wow. I'm saying? So, yeah. So during the casting process, um, they actually sent me an, uh, like a, they slid in my DMs on Instagram. They're like, Hey, 
this is a Atlanta singles project. It wasn't even Netflix or nothing. They were like, okay. you know, we're looking for singles around Atlanta to try this experience, fill out this survey and see. And I was, I want to say I was kind of like really skeptical and I just go, fuck it, let's try it. Like, why not? So I I just filled it out and then I get a call from a producer and they're like, you know, they're like, we want to do a a Zoom call. And it was an hour and a half. I wasn't, he didn't even tell me how long it was going to be, but he was asking me like (laughs) personal questions, the relationships I've been in, my family, Oh, well, every pretty much in depth, uh, like everything about me. And then I was just kind of like kind of going with the flow. And then all of a sudden he goes, yeah, man. So if uh, we end up following through with you, we'll, we'll end up calling you in about a month. If not, you probably won't hear from us again. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that's how I throw it. Like straight yeah. up, the, the whole process was just very just there was no it was just, hey, this is what you, this, this, that and the other. And so I forgot I had even done that call. A month <laughs> later, I get a call from this really sweet producer. Her name was Cher. And we talked for like three hours. And this is, this takes about three months of just casting. And like, they get to know you. They want to interview people that they know, like your friends and like, you know, do a psychological evaluation. Wow. And like, bro, That's I intense. honestly, they actually didn't tell me I was on the show because I was 24 at the time. So they, mm-hmm. I, the age limit was 25. So it cut off. Oh, wow. So I wasn't even supposed to be on it. Right. So right. they were just kind of like, I mean, they let me know the week before we were going to start filming, like, Hey man, like, you know, it's between you and one other guy. Like, you know, we're, oh, they, wow. they told me that. And then finally I was just like, whatever happens, happens. And they finally told me, they shipped me out. Like, they're like, Hey, you're going to South Georgia. And we're going to go film this. This day we get there, they give us a bag with a lock on it. And we had to give our phones up. And the second we give our phones and lock it up, they go, yeah. Oh, by the way, this show is going to be on Netflix. And we're like, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. They, none wow. of us knew, honestly, when we got down there, they, we, from the hotel, they put us in black vans that were like garbage. Like I thought I was getting murdered. <laughs> they put us in like these black vans that had like garbage bags on the side, so we couldn't see where we were at. And then we pull onto this uh, one of the biggest studios in the southeast. It was um, Pinewood Studios. They actually filmed the Avengers Endgame right next to us. Oh wow! So you guys were talking about. It. I actually saw the Iron Man suit like driving off in a golf cart. Uh, when we were, yeah, wow, you know, that's so cool. We were, yeah, when we were filming it, man. So it was. It was really surreal because I'd never done anything on camera to that mm-hmm. point. Like I really that, that was your first that was my first like wow. when you see the the first scene, the first episode, when you see mm-hmm. me, I literally go, Oh shit. And that's me. <laughs> that's me. And it's on it's on Netflix. That's me staring at every single camera that was on there. And I just <laughs> and I'm just like, Whoa, like wow. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you just forget, honestly, that they're there. But yeah, the right. whole process, man, it's it took crazy. about three months and some change and Honestly, I, I none of us thought it was going to be the way they expected, like at, at all. Like wow. it kind of took us all off guard. Like we kind of thought. Like I remember brainstorming with my best friend, and he was like, "Dude, you'd be lucky to get like, you know, like." I was like, "Dude, what if we get a hundred thousand followers from this?" He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, slow down, bro. You'd be lucky to get like ten thousand. You know what I mean?" And like I was like, "Yeah, you're right. That's probably more realistic. We'll be mm-hmm. lucky with like tw- ten to twenty. Right. And like after the first week, I'm not even kidding. It was kind of like it shot up like my phone actually died in like 10 minutes because it, it was it was things? it wouldn't stop oh, like you saw that notifications <laughs> on oh gosh no, it, it wouldn't yeah it was just like ding 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 and it was it wouldn't stop and i i was kind of just staring at it and it just died and then the second i had to turn it on airplane mode so i can actually get in the instagram app turn it on and then turn off the notifications quickly because i oh, could wow. that's how crazy it was and in a week it just Jeez. wasn't stopping but Man, it's it's been crazy, and to, to think it was like a year ago that it came out. That you know, right now was like this. I think the second set of uh, episodes that released. So it's mm-hmm. been a wild ride. <laughs> that is that's, that's awesome. crazy. So when you were go- real quick, so when you were going through all that, was there ever a doubt in your mind? Like when you were like, man, when you got the when you got when they told you you were gonna do it, were you like, holy shit, what am I gonna do now? Like was that, did that uh, ever pop in? I mean, dude, it, you know, you kind of just it. It's hard. As, as, so I, I, so I feel like survival is a bad word, right? So sure. I, I don't think it's like you're surviving for your life, but I really think that you're like, you're all in and there's no like, yeah. you know, there's no backing out. Like you can't just exit stage left. I mean, if you really, I'm not a quitter. Like for me, like it's oh, just yeah. like, right. I'm like, once I'm yeah. in, you're I'm in. all in. And right. so yeah. I literally was just like, well, I'm let's do this. And there's so <laughs> many different things that they do. And, and you know, the the producers were great. I mean, the camera crew was great. I mean, you meet so many different personalities and even the people oh, that I worked with, like the cast, like we're all like brothers pretty much. Like we're all like, you know, there's some mm-hmm. that you kind of lose in touch with just because sure. of distance and whatever. But like 
we're really it's like a fraternity of like we went through this and like yeah. it's not it's not like the typical reality show where you see like yeah i hate you bro or this that, right, or the right. other it's like no like we went through this and we walked out of it like oh snap yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, right, we learned right. a lot about our, our own psyche after that man i'm sure so one of the questions i had for you was i don't know what the setup looked like if it was a sound stage or a, or maybe whatever it was but because obviously from the viewer and i'm sure you've gone back and watched the show at some point i'd imagine have you uh yeah i i've only okay. seen it one time through I, okay. you okay. watched it, I, i've only watched it one time <laughs> yeah. through after okay. that okay. i've never watched it again and i was because it was just it yeah was weird to see like my own face like right on right can, on can, on tv and everything and not that i mean i've, I've done interviews after that and you know podcasts sure. and stuff but i'm just like for me like I did it. It was awesome. And like, you know, I really just moved forward with my life after that. Like it was right. cool. Like I kept, I kept enjoying each stage as it happened. So like when the show came yeah. out, enjoyed it post show coming out, enjoyed it. Then like, you know, now where my life is now, I've just kind of like enjoyed each stage and not looking sure. back. You know? Well, so from that, I guess I was wondering because watching the show, it looks like it's just this mass amount of pods and stuff on there. And you're talking to a wall and you just hear this girl's voice. I mean, Again, my wife and I were like we're binge watching watching the crap out of this show. I'm like we're we're all in. I, mean, I know Keith watched it too. Like everybody is just, I mean, it's it was the perfect timing. I feel like because it was quarantine. Like everybody's like it was a great show no matter what. But like the sociological experiment of this show was fascinating to me. So how how well was it portrayed on the show side compared to production of like? being in the pod and like just being separated what like that was that true pretty much all the way through and then i guess follow up how shocking was it when you actually met the people that you were falling in love with um when you actually saw the people yeah uh so for for us i would say like the whole experience I, you know there's only so much that the producers can edit at a certain like they're filming us like non-stop so mm -hmm. like you know during these hours and like there's only so much that they can put in there is a lot that not that they left out on purpose, like, oh, this, that, or the other, but I think right. it just ran out of room to tell yep. the stories of, like, but, like, you really realize how kind of, like, not superficial, like, our dating scene is today, but, mm -hmm. like, you know, how, like, the first thing we look at, right, is, like, oh, that person's hot, or that, you know, you don't even think about, like, what type of person they are, yeah. like, what the things that, you know, they would bring into relationship, principles, values, characters, things like integrity, and so once you kind of take away the visual, all you're focused on is like the mental. And so you really, it's like talking on the phone with someone and getting to know them without like the pressure of like, Ooh, do they, do they like the way I look? Do I like the way they look? It's true. It kind of takes away. It, it was a really good representation of like what we all dealt with, like in 2020. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we, you're not really there with the person, but you're just communicating with them. And I'm sure a lot of relationships happened during that and yeah. figured it out. But it, it was definitely like a crazy experience to really, really, once you, if you dove into it, it was really cool to really see the emotional connections happen to other people and like watch it go along as, as the story went, you know? Absolutely. Well, um, I guess one of my follow-ups to that before I know Keith has some stuff in there too, but um, you know, first of all, uh, you're engaged to Aubrey. So congratulations on that. I know you guys got a, a baby on the way. So first off, huge congrats. That's awesome. Thanks, man. No, yeah, uh, it's 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 scary, exciting. It's like, like I've grown up quick, man. <laughs> you know I'm, what I mean? It's, I'm sure. Yeah. So how did, and maybe it did, maybe it didn't, but how did going on that show? And we all watched the show. We all knew what happened in there. But how did that relate to a new relationship outside of the show? Um, as far as you know, your current relationship. Did that? Did you learn things in there? Like. How was the sociological part of this legit experiment of a reality TV show or whatever you want to call it? Like, how did that lead into your actual dating life to where now you have a baby on the way? No, man, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, for me, you know, it really, really, especially with, I would say, whenever you're in the public eye, right? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm sure like, you know, NASCAR driver, owning a team, like, you know, it's the people that come up to me, are they coming up to me for the right reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Are they are they wanting to actually get to know me or do they want to get to know me, well, you do. right? Yeah. And so for, so for me, it really helped me identify the people in my life that are actually genuinely there for me. And so when mm -hmm. I met Aubrey, like, it was like, dude, I can't even explain, it was instant. Like, I, I was like, yep. Like, there was, yeah. I, I, I can't, and I know a lot of people say that of like, 
oh, like, there was, like, I first met this person, and yeah, fireworks, whatever. Like, no, it was, like, because I could see that she wasn't with me just because of, like, you know, this show. Yeah. Yeah, this, what I can bring. It's, like, no, she was, like, wow, like, we connected on such a deeper level. And so that experience really made me, like, realize and be more aware of the people around me and the again the relationship that i want to have of like you know constant communication getting to know the person on a deeper level and asking them the tough questions of you know where do we see ourselves here or even you know what do you need from me in a relationship to be for this to be successful because too many times like we expect the other person to just know us when reality we're only having these conversations in our head and we're not even telling our person like hey like I need this from you to be able to, or we haven't even thought thought about it to be able right. to this relationship to be successful. So that relationship or that experience taught me about communication and really mm-hmm. getting it out in the open, especially so it's made my relationship like, I mean, we've expedited it. I remember when we first started dating, man, it was like just we talked on FaceTime for like five hours one time, and I'm like, yeah. but just getting to know each other, and sure. it feels like we've known each other for years, but like. That's because we were at like trying to connect on a deeper level than just like, hey, you're hot. Hey, like let's go out here or hey, this or that and the other. It became really quick where it was just like, I really enjoy who this person is, like integrity, character, everything. So yeah, man, it, it's really changed my perspective in terms of communication. Look, Matt's <laughs> trying to take down notes. He's like, all right, so <laughs> this is what you look for in a woman. I like it. I like it. There, oh, look, Joey's here. <laughs> Sir Yacht. We're getting ready to produce this show. We're not going to run over, right? This is show. No, I think we should be okay. Yeah, well, um... Hey, listen, I oh, hang on. Did your, you suck at this game. I... This is very true. Okay, there we go. It's back on. Yeah, the, the cord is like half snapped, so I'm trying to fight it in the background here. I'm like half the time I'm holding it. All right, Keith, what what you got for um for our friend Mark here? Well, sorry. So basically when all of this happens, like so I, I, I have no idea if they're going to be doing another – I think they're doing another season, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, they're locked in for two more seasons. So they're, okay. they're trying to – So they're locked in for two more seasons. Are they going to – are they going to be like – do they consult you? Do they talk to you about anything? Like, they just say, hey, like, maybe go talk to these guys. Is there anything more you do with it? Or are you just basically like, good luck, guys? I mean, you know, I mean, I would gladly, if, you know, they're like, hey, like, you know, could you hit one of these dudes up? They, they need some help. Be like, yeah. hey, man, like, you know, just stay, give them some kind of advice. I mean, again, every experience in this whole thing is different. Like, I experience it different than Damien, than, you know, Cameron, than every. Like we all experience a difference. So what I advice I would give them might not work. So I could just literally just be like, Hey man, just Mm -hmm. the only thing I could say for anybody that's even thinking about doing this is like, just be yourself. And which is so trendy to say, but like, but it's genuinely like dive deep into like what you need, who you are. And like, don't try to be what you think the producers want. That's like the biggest thing that I've True. seen people. Yeah. They, they think they need to act like this guy or be that guy or be this person. It's like, no, just be you. And don't worry about the editing. Just be yourself. Like the, the rest you can't control, yeah. you yeah. can control. Because if you're going to try to act like somebody, it's only you're going to come off inauthentic and it's just going to like blow up in your face. So for sure. That's the only advice I right. give. Well, that's, that's got to be – that's got to be so tough in, 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 you know, just watching the show because you guys are p- being put on the stage of not having your phone, not having outside contact and just being in this, in this world together. Like you said, you're building a bond with the, the, the people on the show, the, the crew on the show. Like that's going to be so weird to, in the beginning, I'm sure just like, like you said, when you're going, Oh shit. Like just that, that part of it to be like, okay, this is really happening in here. That's got to be so strange to be yourself because it shouldn't feel like you're yourself because that's not your everyday life, right? I mean, to an extent, I think, you know, you control, what you, like I said, you control what you can control. Like I can't, you know, I signed up for this, right? And I'm in there. And like, even though the things everywhere around me are different, it's like, you know, I still can control how I am as a man. Like, you know, if Keith right here, we're just talking or whatever. He, We're in this experience together. You know, I'm not, just because the camera's right there, I'm not going to be like, yeah, dude, you're this, that, or the other. I'm just going to be like, hey man, like, this is who I am. What's up? And like, you kind of, yeah. you know, you kind of watch and you kind of see how other people are interacting and you just, again, you stay in your zone, you stay in your lane. I think everything ends up working out. 
I mean, no, which is true. That's awesome. Like I told you, he was like, I mean, we met right away, and it was, it was t- there, yeah. there was no difference between if, right. if I was on the show with him. But he was talking about mm-hmm. like like the camaraderie, like you become like you join a fraternity, basically. Wasn't that like that when we did the movie? Dude, by the time we it was, yeah. up with yeah. the, like the wrapping of the movie blew my mind just because like it was emotional as hell. You know what I mean? Like we were, we were I feel like I was saying goodbye to like family. I mean, it's it's you, so weird. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. <laughs> no, I think you did good. You, played, no. you did good. Well, no, it is weird because you know Keith and I talked about that on other episodes too because I was only on there for the very beginning and the very end of the movie, but still. I mean, you guys living together and doing things like that, um, going over, you know, just going over lines and practicing roles and stuff like that. I mean, you guys were so intertwined. I could see a little piece of that, but I could even feel it there. So to be locked away in that world has to be so surreal. Um, But there is a question that my sister has asked me, that I've had friends ask me, and I have to ask this question. And if you can't answer it, that's fine. But I just have to ask. When When you were there... And Jessica has her dog drinking wine out of a glass. What is going through your mind? I don't know, but the first thing you said was, oh, my God, this is probably going to be good. Uh, I mean, I, you know, you're kind of in that in that zone. You, When you're in it, you don't really notice what's happening until, like, you kind of see it in your peripheral. But, again, you, you kind of just like, is that really happening? But, you kind of, again, I couldn't believe it after I watched it that that you know, again, if you're watching the questioning that's going on, it's really intense and whatever. But like mm-hmm. after the fact, you're kind of like, "Wow, that actually did happen." So, <laughs> so you know, then it's messed up. Again, it's you know, you stay in your lane. But yeah, man, that that was pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard of people giving beer to their dogs. I've heard of like other stuff with, but never having seen wine. That was that was just the most fascinating thing to I think America at, at some point in there. And uh, no, that I just I had to put that one out there because I got so many requests to ask you personally that question. <laughs> no, man, I, I've I've answered it in a couple interviews, man. And okay, know, I, just, I say the same thing. I just was I was doing me, uh, and yeah, I didn't realize it until after the fact. But yeah, after you see it, it's pretty wild. Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, I would normally let you go if, if you have to, but honestly, we've been, um, been having some fun on this show. So, I mean, we had some other stuff to uh, talk about if you want to stay on here with us. Sure, why not, man? I got I got a little bit of time. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Keith, I know we were uh, looking through some other stuff today and some big um, news coming from the NFL world. But before I hit that, um, you know, Mark, you moved from Atlanta to Cleveland. Um, is that last question towards him? What's that? That was going to be my last question. Okay, well, you take it. You take it. Go ahead. I mean, I got to know, man. Browns fan, Indians fan, Cavs fan. We got to know. Wearing a, he's wearing a Cleveland shirt right now. Well, you know, this well, congratulations I, to Cleveland. Of course, he's going to wear a Cleveland shirt. So, again, uh, so I was – I'm originally from Chicago, so I'm a Midwest mm-hmm. kid at heart anyway. So I'm a Bears fan, Bulls fan. I mean, I'm diehard Chicago fan, Cubs fan. Oh, oh, I know. No. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh my so, well, that's, God! That's, that's, that's it with Mark Cuevas. It was great having you on the show here. And it's been fun. Hey, someone had to win it, and thank God for oh. a rain delay. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's like kicking me in the balls. While come on, I can't bring no, it up at the house, man. I told Keith on Thursday that we're. Um, I was at this thing with David Ortiz, and that same year, um, in 2016, a month after the World Series, I'm standing. Um, there's a big David Ortiz charity deal. And I'm standing behind this guy, and I cannot see the stage. I'm looking left, looking right, trying to get past him. Then I see a tattoo behind his ear. I'm like, no, that can't be. And I look around, and I was like, ah, oh, that is Geraldus Chapman. Like, are you kidding me? And I was like, I, well, part of me is like, he's a monster. Like, he's a huge dude. Like, he's like six foot ten. What? Keith, do you want to repeat that one, Keith? <laughs> I said that's because when you saw him, he just got out of prison. Well, yeah. Um, no, it, no, that was the year they won the World Series, and I'm thinking, one, right, this roll, huh? Nothing. Shut up, Matt. I'm sorry. The show is very deaf today. Oh, okay. This is like, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you have to distance yourself from his dad jokes. You gotta remember, he just. Hey, man, 15. look, I, I'm I'm a dad joke connoisseur. So Thank you. Thank you. And I have to. Someone else understands. I have to practice now because you know I got the little one on the way in April. So mm. That's right. Congratulations, Thank by the you. way. Yeah. So. I got one dad joke, and I'll leave it at that. Love so, it. So, I mean, we were even talking about possibly at one point in time 
doing a podcast and everything, when, you know, together when we were talking about bringing this on board. Yeah. And he mentioned, he's like, yeah, hey, I got, a, you know, I, I got one on the way. And I'm like, damn, I got four, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm happy for him, but I'm sorry. No, man, it's, it's, it, you know, it's definitely like one of those things you're like, wow. Like, you know, when it happens, you find out we're pregnant and we're just like, whoo, like, like you think of like, okay, now what? Like, but not in a bad way of like, I just, my biggest thing is what I've learned. And even from my, my parents and stuff like that is like, I don't want to give them everything I didn't have. I want to teach them everything I didn't know. Hell yeah. So I was right. just that's, like, that's like, that's it, 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 it yeah. hit me and I went, wow, shit, I got to start reading. <laughs> I got to start studying. I, I, was, I went into like all in, like, you know, my, it was hilarious. Cause like when we found out we were pregnant, we were at my uh, fiance's mom's house. And like, this is during the holidays, like Thanksgiving or like, wait before, wait, what was it? Oh, it was way before that. We were in the holidays and like, we were just all together at their family's house. Yeah. And so like that night, she's just kind of like laughs. She's like, whoa, like, are you crazy? Like, this is crazy. And I'm like kind of stoic. And then she goes to bed and later that night I'm in the laptop, like studying, like how to be a good dad. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like over here studying, like the things to do, like the, like things to watch out for. And I'm, cause I'm like, you know, it's, you know, it's first one. So you're just thinking of all the possibilities, right. things that can go right, things that can uh, go wrong. I can't even imagine. First thing I thought about was this guy get a pack of cigarettes and not come back. <laughs> That was my goal. I, don't get me wrong. I wanted to get a, a glass of uh, the finest whiskey, man. But other than that, I'm, I don't know, I I'm think sure. You understand me? Like I was going to go get a pack of cigarettes in like Canada. Oh. <laughs> like that's where I was going. No, I'm just. Kidding. I Jeez. found out I was having twins. Dude, I found out I was having twins, and the doctor asked me if I needed oxygen because they're like, "Well, it's not one, it's two. And I was like, "Duh, fuck you!" Like, what did you just say to me? My like, girl said, "Twins is no. If we're having twins, I'm like, <laughs> we're selling like, one of them." I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> you can't really control that because she actually oh, has it in her family. <laughs> she actually has it in her family, like where they have like a." like twins like really it's hereditary at some point yeah yeah so i'm like babe get ready because the next one might be twins. <laughs> we're, we got done lucky. we got lucky on the first wow. one but the next one no, no kidding man, but i'm blessed man I, you know yeah. i'm excited like you know regardless whether it was a boy or a girl i mean i'm glad it's a boy first but like right, you know, right, you know, right. now yeah. now we can have a boy or a girl because I, I just know if i have a girl i'm gonna hurt somebody so good thing you got oh, good thing you got the gym upstairs and uh, keith and tyler to herb and i'm down here in charlotte so you don't have to find me that's why oh, you gotta, no. dude. That's why you gotta stay. Active, <laughs> I mean, hey, Keith was a boxer, so maybe you guys can go, um, go oh, find I'm out upstairs. I think it would be fun. I don't, um, I don't know if you know this or not, Matt, but I've, I've traded my gloves in for Marlboros. I don't run. I, I don't. I have I realized that from time to time of us knowing each other here. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I would much rather smoke and then get punched anymore. But yeah. There no, was I, a time I feel where that. I thought I could do it again, Man. and then coach made me run like I think up the stairs, and I threw up. Getting punched in the face, honestly, is probably like in boxing the most humbling experience I've ever had. Oh hell yeah! I'm not gonna lie, like you know, I came in there before my first fight, and I had no training, whatever. I get in there. And like my coach, you know, he's like, all right, let's do a quick spar, light spar, just to see what you got, you know. And I'm like, I'm like frantic. I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's go, you know. And then all of a sudden, he's like staring at me, just boom, right in the face. And I was like, oh, eyes start watering, like my nose kind of bled. And I'm like, fuck, do I really want to do this? I was like, do I really want to get into this fight that's coming? I have to train eight weeks to go for it, and like. I mean, I'm thankful I stuck with it and like, you know, it got better. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it never gets easier, but like you start to learn different things, but man, that's the most humbling. Yeah. <laughs> you get punched in the face, man. I swear. That's <laughs> no. yeah, that's great. Well, we are, um, we're a little bit short on time, but I want to get your couple thoughts on here real quick about some NFL stuff going down today, because I know you're, you're from Chicago. You're now in Brown's country. Um, the Patriots, I don't know if you've seen, they've um, anybody who is playing in the NFL, they've signed them as a free agent today. Uh, <laughs> Drew Brees. Brings truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Drew Brees has announced his retirement. So um, are you still, are you a Bears fan? Are you a Browns fan now? Because I saw the picture of you and, and your fiance. She's got the Baker jersey on. You're not in a Baker jersey. So, so what's the deal there? I'm a Baker fan. I'll say that. Okay. I love Baker. I mean, since college, I mean, that dude, you know, I, I've, you know, chip on the shoulder mentality. I've kind of always had that since I was a kid and even growing up playing just different sports, you know, and all that stuff. It's, you know, I kind of relate to that. And mm -hmm. the fact that Cleveland has suffered a lot with different quarterbacks, man, it's, 
it's good to see some stability, you know, and like, yeah. Yeah. he's not, he's not what these scouts and analytics like want him to be, but I'm like, yo, he's him. He's, he's still good. Himself. Yeah. What a polite way to say, we'll see if you suck next year. That's <laughs> what that was. Hey, I have, I have Mitchell. Tr- hey, don't get me wrong. Mitchell, you know, I wish you nothing but the best, but like, again, we've kind of struggled at the quarterback position. Same for right. like yeah. equal yeah. amount of time. So, you know, yeah. for us, if we can get Russell, I, I, I'm hearing like, you know, we're trying to shell it all out. I'm like, That'll kind of make up for the fact that we didn't draft, you know, Deshaun Watson or <laughs> right? So we I mean, mean if, they get, if they get Russell Wilson, they're they're in good shape at that point. I mean, uh, Russell man, Wilson, Wilson makes anybody look good. I mean, we're 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 notorious for running defensive players' lifespan out. So yes, that is very very true. <laughs> so real quick before we bounce out, how can people follow you on Instagram? You don't really use Twitter too much. Uh, I don't. I mean, yeah. Of... I mean, I've, I'm all over the airways. I mean, just because okay. the show had to like sure. develop everything, but you know, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Mark Anthony Cuevas, my full name with an underscore at the end. Um, my Twitter, same thing. And then, so TikTok, I'm on there too. So if you want to try that out. But I'm also uh, coming out website. It's going to be Meta Training Online. So metatrainingathletics.com. And I'm coming out with my app next month. It's cool. going to be a personal training app. So you're going to be able to follow through. Uh, follow my Instagram for updates on that. Yeah. But it's going to be within the next two weeks, it's going to be launching it. And it's oh, yeah. it's the first installment of it, but man, it's it's this is something that I've been working hard for since before the show, and now it's kind of crazy to see it come to fruition. I want to help as many people kind of get into the whole fitness routine, you know, right. no matter what you do. So, well, so people are going to need it coming out of quarantine, all this stuff. I mean, it's the right time to do it, and that's that's awesome. So, um, thank you for for being on the show. By the way, got to give a quick plug. Um, both Mark and I are sponsored by Celsius, so make sure you guys go check them out. They're great partners of ours. There you go. There you go. <laughs> product placement beautiful beautiful product placement i like this i, I did it casually during the show i don't know if you noticed but uh you know I was just... <laughs> <laughs> he does it good i was like oh you know you know i'm i haven't been a driver for like two years now so i'm starting to lose my i'm losing my edge on that so you picked it right up for there for me so that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> no man i love it brother well i appreciate it seriously your time and dude, i appreciate yeah, it dude. it's been fun and uh looking forward to it man let's hop on this again sometime Sure. Absolutely. Well, um, we had obviously so thankful for Mark to come on here tonight. Tomorrow night, another big show. Got Josh, Josh Wolf, the comedian, uh, coming on our show. Really looking forward to that. Um, Mark, hopefully we see you again on, on the show sometime. I'll be trying to shed. Shut up. So Josh Wolf is coming on tomorrow, right? Wow, I've told the show. Some pounds, so I might be subscribing to up Oh, we're back. <laughs> God, you suck. So wait, Josh Wolf, the comedian, is coming on the show tomorrow, correct? Yes. yes, right okay. here at 7 p.m. What time? 7 p.m. is when we start the show. He'll be on around 7.30. Good man. Make sure you check out at KeithMiger1. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Tift if you want to, if you have to, if you feel the need to, at Matt underscore Tift. No, I'm dead. You don't. It's, it's a lot. He gets in trouble a lot. His dad grounds him. But we'll be back tomorrow with Josh Wolf, the comedian. And tune in tomorrow. Don't go anywhere, right? That's right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. All right,